Welcome to Season 3 of Dating After Death, a podcast dedicated to the journey of finding love again after losing your forever person. And I'm your semi-anonymous host, but if you know, you know. Well, this week we are looking at a completely different kind of episode because we thought it would be fun while we were in Costa Rica to do sort of a roundtable chat about some of our dating stories. So most of these are silly or ridiculous or hard to believe. Um, And I will just caveat by saying like, don't let this discourage you. People are going to have weird dates. I think that's part of the process. You just have to know that's coming. There are some also sweet stories in here. And then later in the week, we decided that we wanted to do some quick questions related to sex specifically, because some of us were talking about how there are things you just don't know after being with a partner for so long in terms of like what's typical for other people. So we thought we would address some of those things at the end with our quick question sex edition. So I hope you enjoy this and listening in a little bit to our week together. One more thing before we get started, I just feel like this is a natural opportunity to promote the camping trip in Colorado at the beginning of August. So that trip is happening August 5th through the 10th, and it is a five-day trip that starts and ends in Denver and drives to multiple locations from Gunnison National Park to the Sand Dunes to Aspen to Rocky Mountain National Park, doing some really cool things. And just coming off of this week with these other ladies, I just feel like it was such a transformative experience. Experience, and I just really want to encourage you to not let the camping thing scare you because I can just tell you we will all be in it together. It will not be hard or maybe like it'll be a little hard, but it's good to do hard things. And the trip caps out at only 12 people. I have a few more discounted slots left. I think there are three left as of April 18th, and then the price will go to the normal price. So I just don't want those of you who are on the fence to miss the opportunity to sign up for the trip. I would really encourage it. And I think the women who came to Costa Rica would probably say the same thing. It's just really a powerful thing to be a part of. So if you can swing it, we would love to have you. I will put the link to this in the show notes and it is always in the link in my bio. So you can check there for more information. All right, let's get to this conversation. No, it's fine. Okay, we are sitting around the table in Costa Rica and thought it would be fun to tell some of our ridiculous dating stories. So um, the unnamed women of this trip are going to tell you their stories. So we're starting with unnamed woman number one. (laughs) Okay, this is pretty short. Um, So for context, a little bit, usually in my brief few weeks of dating I will talk to someone a lot more before going on a date with them but I live in a small town and this guy and I matched and he was very cute and he said when are we grabbing drinks and I said how about tonight because my kids were occupied and why the hell not and so go there meet for drinks chat a little while then he brings up so I uh, I live in my van cool we live in an outdoorsy place it's not that weird um and then i said oh cool so where do you park it he's like well hopefully your driveway (laughs) and i think by the look on his face on my face he was like is that not what you're looking for i said nope nope that's not what i'm looking for and we powered out like another beer and and then that was it (laughs) (laughs) all right who's next 
couple short ones. So my first date, I went with this guy. Well, I started talking to this guy and I was like, hey, do you, you know, have any questions about me, me being a widow, anything like that? He's like, no, and we're just texting. And he's like, unless it was poison, I think, you know, I'm still in. <laughs> and he really quickly was like, I'm sorry if that is like a bad, you know, it's like bad taste if that's too soon or anything. I was like, no, it was, I laughed. Thank you for that. I appreciate that. And then recently I went out with this guy and it was very, he was very quick again to be like, hey, let's meet. And um, it was yeah, cute and so. yeah, had like a cool <laughs> job and everything. And so I meet up with this guy and we're talking and out right away I was like, his vibe is just not for me, but I was filling space as I tend to do. I'm just, I'll just talk. And uh, I mentioned my father-in-law for some reason it came up in conversation. He's like, wait, father-in-law like stunned and shocked and I was like yeah I'm a widow in my head I'm like it's literally the first thing in my profile <laughs> like so I'm like I don't think he read my profile at all I don't think he brushed up <laughs> like before the date or anything like that so I was like at the end he was like so should we exchange numbers and I was like I'll just keep it in the app for now <laughs> and like ran away I, I felt kind of bad but like I'm like okay because you talk to multiple people at once right it's like all right who's this dude again <laughs> you know you read the profile for the first time yeah yeah, it literally yeah. first thing in my like description of my profile. So, yeah, I've tried taking it out now, uh, based on your last episode with um, finding Mr. Height. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, just to see, and I I have gotten more likes taking it out of my profile. Yeah. So, just a couple weeks, but yeah. I have one. So I recently started seeing someone. Our first date was kind of interesting. Um, so we met on Bumble and we decided to meet up and go to coffee. And before we met up, like the night before, I was like, we decided we're gonna go to Starbucks. And I was like, okay, like there's like eight Starbucks in our town. So I'm like, which Starbucks do you wanna meet at? And he was like, well, he's like, why don't we just guess? And if we both end up at the same Starbucks, then it's meant to be. And I was like, oh, I, I kind of like that. And he was like, no, I'm just kidding. I'm like, no, no, no. We're going to do this. Because I was also at the time reading that book, Signs. So I was like very like into that. I'm like, if it's fate, it's fate. And he, he was like, well, I kind of know where you live. So that kind of, there's a Starbucks like right a mile from my house. So in my head, I'm like, we're all on the same page of where we're gonna be meeting. Yeah. We were not. <laughs> we met, he, he's a firefighter, so we met up like after his shift at eight o'clock and I get there and I text him like, are you here? And he's like, yeah, I'm here. Are you here? <laughs> Fuck, no. We were at the total wrong Starbucks. So, <laughs> yes, he went to the wrong one. Oh yeah, so he calls me uh, like right away and he's like, which one are you at? I'm like, I'm at this one. And he's like, oh my God, why didn't I think of that? And I'm like, I'm gonna go home now. And he's like, why are you gonna go home? I'm like, it's not meant to be, like, it's a sign. He's like, no, 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 I'm gonna come there. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. He was really cute, so I'm just gonna give him. So we meet up at Starbucks and we end up sitting down. We're having like really nice conversation. I'm sitting like towards the window and he's facing out, like 
towards the Starbucks so he can see everybody like walking in and out. And we're talking and all of a sudden his face just kind of like does this change and I could tell he was not listening to what I was saying. And I'm like, are you okay? And he was like, oh, a woman that I went on couple of dates with just walked in and I'm like <laughs> okay like I, th- I think it's kind of funny I'm like all right like whatever and she walks up to the table <gasps> and leans down and looks at him and says I just want to let you know two weeks ago you gave me an STD <gasps> and then she looks at me and she's like so you should probably be careful <laughs> Swear to God. Oh, what did you do? I just like put my head, I'm like, I put my head down on the table and I look up and he was like, that's not true. That did not happen. No, that did not happen. And I was like, uh, (laughs) I just started laughing and I didn't know what to do. I was so uncomfortable. Yeah, Yeah. I'm like, oh my God. And I'm like, but he's so cute. He's really attractive and he's a firefighter and he's really fit. So he was like, do you want to go? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I'm just going to pretend like that didn't happen. Honestly, I felt really bad. I, I felt bad for him because he almost started crying. Oh. Like he was so embarrassed that that happened. And yeah, he's Right. Yeah. And I was well, like, whether it's. Do you think he ghosted her and she was just pissed? He said that they had a conversation. Like they went out a couple of times and he t- said they had a conversation like that he just wasn't interested in moving forward and that she, it was like mutual like they were fine and then coffee shop that happened (laughs) yeah so I did give him the benefit of the doubt and we ended up having like a really nice conversation at the end of it he was like so do you want to go on a second date with me and I was like I'm gonna need a clean bill of health (laughs) and he was like just for a second date I'm not gonna try to sleep with you on a second date and I was like well Maybe I will. I don't know. <laughs> so, anyways, we've been seeing each other for like two months now, and yeah, like we're like, yeah, we're like exclusive now or whatever. And it's kind of cute. Did you get We did. Yes. 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 So, success. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> And I'm 100% going to tell him that he's going to be on a podcast. (laughs) I'll share a story. My first and only date that came from the apps was I was not in a good place, just super lonely, looking for someone fun, warm body, and went to a brewery, got super drunk, immediately was like, this guy's nice, but like, it's not going to be anything. Like, you just know. Plus, it was my first date ever as like a real adult. Um, but agreed to go out with him again because I got really drunk and it was like early. I was like, sure, we'll go out again. And it was the week before Thanksgiving. And so it's the Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. And my sister was spending Thanksgiving with me because my dad was sick. And so she was coming up to me with her husband. And we all went out with this guy and listened to live music. And my sister is the kind of person who just like loves everyone and doesn't know boundaries and so she invites this guy when I'm in the bathroom to come over for Thanksgiving (laughs) and Thanksgiving is like sacred that is like you are serious like if you were spending and my dad is like dying and sick it's like so uncomfortable and he shows up 
on Thanksgiving with like me, my sister, her husband, and my dad, who like is hooked up to shit and like the most like uncomfortable thing he gets super wasted oh like no. but doesn't realize it's not even what he, he thinks he's just like being funny and hanging out with everyone but because he spent thanksgiving with us he's like like totally thought we were more serious like kind of a crazy person and i'm just like think like do not ever invite someone on thanksgiving like ever <laughs> especially the guy that's like i just want to have did, sex did you have a chat with your oh yeah 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 and at that point she's like you know we can we can tell him no and i'm like because i'm like he does because he said he didn't have plans and maybe it was a line i'm guessing he had plans and somewhere to go but liked me and so she was like and i felt bad because i'm like well now we said yes and still much more of a people pleaser than than i have become where I would have been like fuck no sorry you can bleep that out <laughs> okay so that was just a, like disaster disaster <laughs> yeah yeah boundaries <laughs> all yeah I'm gonna share it because you know what it needs to be shared uh, <laughs> so this was out in the wild so it wasn't a date but I met somebody out with my mother my mom came in to visit me and we went for a drink at the steakhouse attached to my apartment. So this young guy comes in about our age, about my age, and he looks really cute. He starts talking to me and my mom for two hours. He tells us everything about his life, his job. He lives around the corner from me. We're like, okay, great. My mom's even like this guy. My mom in her head, I think, is thinking like, oh, maybe this is Jenna's next husband. Like, that's just how moms are, you know? <laughs> um, so my mom leaves and he's like, let's go get a drink. So we go get a drink and before you know it, at the time too, I was like not in the best space. So I was like, and we start making out, taking a shot. And he's like, I got a bottle of wine back in my place. I'm like, okay, yeah, let's go back to your place. <laughs> so we go back. This is literally like right next to my house. And he has a view of the city. So I'm looking out. Yeah, so I'm looking out at the city. He goes, I gotta go to the bathroom. So right behind me is the bathroom. And I walk up to put my stuff down before we, whatever. I'm, I, the bottle of wine's there, so I'm about to open it up. There's a bedroom door across from me. He's behind me in the bathroom. The bedroom door opens up. <laughs> and all of a sudden, a woman comes out. <laughs> yeah. I know I'm a scaredy cat, <laughs> okay? So I'm just staring there like, ah! And all of a sudden, she's like, I think it's about time you leave. <laughs> yes. So at that moment, I just run. I'm literally running for the hills. It's like we were, so I pick up my bag and I run out of the apartment. I don't even look back at him because he must have been out watching this whole thing go down. So I get to the elevator, I hear screaming. I can't go back to even listen to see what's going on because I'm, I guess, <laughs> I don't know what. So the next day, no, that night I get home and he gives me all of his information. So I put his last name in Instagram and a woman po uh, pops up public and it was his wife of three years. Oh. Yeah. Okay. We are so, con un wow. we are so confused. My friends the next day in the group chat are like, oh my God. And this is like fresh. This was like maybe a year after losing Raj. Like, and I literally was, they were like, oh, he wanted a threesome. I'm like, no, 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 no. I didn't want a threesome. She didn't want a threesome. So I don't know what, what, what this was. And then it gets worse a little. Oh, when I lost my, yeah. yeah. So I found him on Instagram and I DM'd him and I was like, it was really nice of you to take me home to meet your wife. <laughs> I get to work, at lunch I realize I have no wallet. 
So, and I was going down to the beach for the weekend, but I stop home, I go to those places we were at, can't find the wallet. I go down to the beach because I'm with my parents, so I'm like, I don't need the wallet, whatever. I'll get, I'll get my stuff back. I don't know where it is. He answers two days later, and he writes, I'm sorry, it's a shitty situation, dot, 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 but I found your wallet. It's with the doorman. So he literally, yeah. And yeah. So and now I see him around town <laughs> with his wife. So like no no explanation. No like, explanation. Just a shitty shit. Shitty like, oh, situation. Oh, I forgot. I didn't think my wife would be. I don't know how you don't know your wife is home. But I I okay. I'm gonna just show you how I ran. <laughs> <laughs> this is the pocketbook. I have the federal prisoner, but that was not a date. Oh, but I want to. We want to hear this. Yeah, I haven't heard this one. Um, okay, so the, I got onto a dating app for 37 minutes. I've only done that uh, once and I'll never do it again. <laughs> and I have met someone not on a dating app, so that's great. Um, but I um, logged on, it was like late at night, my kids were gone, I was like lonely, logged on for 37 minutes. And this um, gentleman messaged and um, so we just were like, I then deleted the app and we were just texting and he asked later if we could go out for a drink. Um, so I met him out with a girlfriend, he was out with a guy friend. Um, and literally had been at the bar five minutes, the man could not even speak, he was like slurring his words, he like had his head on his hand, just kept saying like, you're beautiful, like over <laughs> and over. And so then he stood up and he's like, I'm going home. And I'm like, where are you? Okay, five minutes, great. So I said, who's driving you as he's slurring his words? And he goes, I am. And I was like, no, you are not. And I was like, I will drive you home. So I'm driving him home and it's so awkward. And I finally was like, dude, you just need to say words, like something, like this is so awkward. <laughs> and he goes, do you know that rhinoceroses are really unicorns? <laughs> and I was like, done, fucking never again. <laughs> so the next morning, 7 a.m., I'm at work, I get a text message, and it's like, I'm so embarrassed, I'm so sorry, and I'm like, well, we all have the nights, it's fine. So I said, if you need to ride your car, let me know. I'll be off this morning. And so he said that that's would be. Nice yeah. <laughs> um, I think that's probably a fault. Too nice to a fault. And so I go and pick him up, and he comes down, and he has brown stuff all over his lips. And I was like, brown? do you? Yeah, brown. And I said, do you chew tobacco? Like, oh. I just thought it was, like, crusted. And he was like. <laughs> No, why? And I said, just just flip down the mirror. So he like flips down the mirror, and he's got brown stuff literally all over. He goes, oh, sorry, I ate a pack of cookies for breakfast, and he just like wipes it. <laughs> <laughs> so that was my he's my, a grown up. <laughs> uh, yeah, forty something year old oh, teacher. Gosh. So. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Also, yeah, that is very nice of you to pick him up again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so that story, uh, federal prisoner story, um, three months after my husband died, got the autopsy in the mail the same day, and a letter that was from Indiana, um, and I had gotten letters after he died from um, multiple widows who had heard, like someone who had heard my story who knew someone who was a widow who would send letters, and so this was like Indiana, so I read through the autopsy of my husband, and then I opened up the letter, and I got to the second line that said, um, I would like to stay in contact after my release date. 
And I looked at my mom who was holding my baby in the kitchen and I said, I just got a letter from a prisoner. And she was like, excuse me? And I was like, yeah. And so two pages of like, what a great guy he is. Um, <laughs> lost me at five foot four. My requirements were like, <laughs> job car taller than me. Um, graffitied my name like on both sides of the letter. Like, and um, once um, he was like, if you would like to, um, I have the letter, I could read it to you guys later. But um, <laughs> it was like, um, he talked about like, um, what a great guy he was. Um, he would like pictures. He's not asking for money, like all of these things. So I called, pictures. what? He pictures. Yeah, pictures. Um, and he was like, we could um, Facebook and email. It's just like texting. And I'm like, sounds like you get a lot of privileges in prison. Yeah. So I called the FBI agent who bought our home in Denver and I asked him, I was like, Phil, I received this letter, read it to him. I'm like, how did this happen? And what do I do? And he said, I'll tell you exactly how it happens. He was like, they get the obituaries or they get um, newspapers they flip to the obituaries. They find men who have died. They go to see if there's a surviving section, which he's like, sometimes you won't find that anymore because this is becoming such a problem. And he said, they'll just put your name in Google. And he's like, up pops your address. It's not that hard anymore. Yeah. Um, and he wow. said, it's possible he sent out 20 letters that day, Amy, but he said it's also possible that, like, who knows if he's going to become obsessive. And the unfortunate thing is that he was in, in Indiana, but he was being released back to North Dakota. He'd been in prison for 10 years and I was like oh my God. I said he spent two pages of telling me what a great guy he is but I was like he didn't tell me what he did so could you tell me and he was like sure and so he looks him up and he was like um, I, he stabbed someone at the casino, which is federal property. That's what resulted in federal prison over like a $5 bet. He didn't kill him. They were friends. They're great. And then, uh, and, <laughs> they're friends. Um, and then he got caught having intercourse with a 15-year-old and went, um, went by his girlfriend. And then she held him at, um, he held her at gunpoint um, to her head. Um, and then his other charge was that... No, he, he held he the held gun gunpoint. Uh, gunpoint at her head. Um, and then his other <laughs> his other charge was that he pooped in a styrofoam cup and threw it at a pris or at a guard and hit him. <laughs> and I was like, that is so funny, Phil, because I was like, I begged my husband to send me a sign today that he was okay. And I was like, is he coming back as a poop flinging prisoner? <laughs> because that is something I feel like he would do. Um, and so then he was like, Amy, you have to call the police. And I was like, okay. So I called the police in our local town. These two young guys show up, and they were like, never. In our lives have we seen this i'm really glad i could be your first <laughs> now neighbors are like running over there's two police cars i was like this is so dramatic <laughs> um and so um resulted in security cameras and all the good things and i've never heard from but <laughs> he is out i follow him on facebook <laughs> i mean i don't follow him i like <laughs> you you watch. yeah be, probably be about his name <laughs> you want to make sure he's not coming to your house yeah, please. <laughs> that's, that's bananas. I didn't get a prisoner letter, so. That happened when I started going out into the public. Let's hear it, girl. Oh, man. My big girl had one of my daughters drop me off at the brewery, <laughs> waiting to meet my other daughter and a girlfriend. So I'm going to get in line, feeling pretty, my little dress on, putting my cowboy boots on. I'm going to get in line and buy a cocktail. So this young kid behind me, I call him young kid because everybody younger than me is a kid. And he's like, I just want to say that I think you look really nice and your dress is really pretty. 
and it was like, do we compliment people about their dress? I was like, wow, that's really sweet, thank you. And he's like, no, really, I don't want it to sound weird, but I think you look like a lady. <laughs> that's what I'm going for, <laughs> a lady. I said, okay, so we start chatting. I mean, my daughter's like, how old are you? And I said, do we ask people how old are How old are you? He says, well, and I said, how old do you think I am? He's like, I think you're probably about 45. And I said, I'm 55. Oh my God. I said, how old are you? He's like, 31. I'm like, you are younger than both of my children. <laughs> I'm like, that was really sweet. It was really sweet. So then later on is, you know, we're drinking and the band's playing and one guy just walks up to me and he's like, excuse my language, but he's like, I think you're fucking hot. Do you want to go to the car? Do you want to go to my car? And I just wow. looked at him and I was like, wow. So um, that's a hard no. And has that worked for you in the past? <laughs> It's like, so this is the dating, the world, this is what's out in the world. Yeah. But also, what a successful evening. I feel like I keep hearing stories about, like, just going to the bar, you know, getting hit on twice. I'm like, this has never been my experience. Yeah, what are you coming up with, like, all <laughs> But it was completely, like, to this totally innocent, sweet, young man. Like, yeah. I think you look like a lady and so pretty. And this guy's going, let's go to the car. And I was like, <laughs> how do I make sense of this? Yeah. <laughs> you take dating Oh, he was easily in his 40s, 50s. Okay, so that's the difference. Uh huh. Exactly. Yeah. Just knowing what he wants and goes for it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And so and I asked Mike, has this worked for you in the past? Like, what? Yeah. This is okay. Like, he walked away because my daughter, while she grabbed me, she was like, <laughs> loser, what? <laughs> I like that your daughter was there for this too. Oh. Yeah. And my and her girlfriend, which is my, she's like my other daughter. So they just were laughing their asses off. They're like, yeah, mom, go get it. Yeah. Go up to somebody else. Go find the boy who <laughs> said you look like a lady. And I was like, no. I found him. Yeah. Well, good question. What's that? I said, have you ever wanted to kind of figure it out? Because you are a hot Yeah. You sure yeah. are. Yeah. I went back and found him. <laughs> Were you not going to tell us that? Part? <laughs> Boy, you said I look like a pretty lady. <laughs> <laughs> then it was time to go home. <laughs> That's awesome. Has anybody else met people in the wild? Organically? Yeah. Yes, organically. Yes. Yeah. The last guy I dated, I Oh, you did? How'd you meet? Same steakhouse. Oh. Um, and I was with Rob's best friends. When we went to dinner, they came to visit. There was one little spot, like, to go get a drink. So I got, went in to go get a drink for everybody, put my hands on this guy. And the guy's like, do I know you? I was like, I live in Hoboken, blah, 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 little by little, we went back and forth. And we dated for two months. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've only met people in the wild other than that 37 minutes. Of <laughs> 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 but it's all been through friends. I met a guy at a bar and the bar told me to switch our credit cards. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's the story. Oh, yeah. Tell that story. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this was not very long after my husband's death, so maybe three or four months. So I wasn't looking to date, but I was definitely looking to have fun, maybe. And I think I, like, had, like, a nail appointment or something in a town bigger than I live in. And so I was like, I'm going to go out to the bar after this. You know, it's not that far from where I live. but So go out to the bar. I'm sitting at one end, this cute guy's at this other end, and we're just like, 
talking across the bar to each other, like joking around. This guy was loud and talkative, much like myself. <laughs> and we were, and the bartender was like, can you guys please sit next to each other and just like stop? <laughs> so he comes over, sits next to me. We're talking and drinking and having a good time. And then he asked me for my number. I gave it to him. I was like, had zero intention of ever talking to him again. Not because I wasn't interested. I just wasn't ready, really. Anyways, leave, go home. Next morning, wake up, have a text message. I think I have your debit card. And I'm like, fuck. (laughs) Go grab my bag. Or shit. What can we say? Fuck shit. Where's my debit card? I go. To, I go to my bag. I get my wallet out. Sure enough, it's gone. And he and and I have his. And so um, I'm like, okay, we have each other's cards. He's like, so are you available today? We can like meet up. So you know, stone cold sober, bright middle of the afternoon, mm-hmm. meet at like he worked at a restaurant, like so I came by to switch the cards, and so he sits down, and um, we and I'm like hoping to just like <laughs> do this interaction, leave, and he's like, I'd really like to take you to dinner. I'm like. I don't really want to go to dinner. And then he names like my favorite place, which is kind of like off the beaten path. He's like, I'd really love to take you there. And I'm like, damn it. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And then, I mean, I guess. And then he's like, I'm going to call right now and make a reservation. I'm like, well, that's kind of impressive. Anyway, so he does. That date was nice. Second date was horrible. He, um... Uh, he was like, want to go to a bar and like play pool. I'm like, I'm shit at pool, but yeah, I'll play. Oh, this is the same guy? Same guy. Oh, yeah. Okay. So second date, so go to a bar, we play around, he wins, and then someone was like, I want to play you because you won. And I'm like, that's chill, like you play, I'll sit down. He doesn't stop. He just keeps playing while I sit at the bar and start talking to another random guy (laughs) sitting at the bar. He comes over and he's like, are you not going to watch me play? And I was like, I am not going to watch you play. So yeah, that was the end of that. Watch me. Watch me. I see that a lot on the apps when they're like, oh, I'll be into you if like you will like watch or play video games with me. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's all like want to do this stuff with me. And it's like you just want to do your stuff that you want. Me to sit there. Yeah. Watch you play video games? Yeah. Yeah. That's a thing? Yeah. I'll send you a screenshot. I'm going to add that to my list of things I do not yeah, want don't to want do. Yeah, don't want to do that. <laughs> I got one. All right. Yeah. I got one. Share. So I did not start thinking about dating until a year after my husband died. Um, I kind of gave that to myself or to him as a sign of respect. Um, but the first guy that I went on a date with. I met him on Bumble. Met him on Bumble, we had texted a few times. Of course, I was the one that had to ask him to meet, you know, like, let's go out. Um, we do, we go to this uh, really nice brewery in in where I live, and they were full to capacity. They were like, it's 45 minute wait. Um, 
mind you, this guy actually just relocated to the state that I live in, so he wasn't very familiar. So I named, I was like, well, B-dubs is right up the street. Let's go up there. We go up there, and this is the first time that I notice his outfit, like once we're in B-dubs. <laughs> Prior to this, I knew he was a huge Bruce Springsteen fan. <laughs> His outfit, when he took off his coat, was just this sweater that said, like, Bruce, Bruce Springsteen <laughs> from side to side. And he actually had it stitched in to his pants as well. And then I noticed he's wearing a necklace, but it's almost like one of those beachy necklaces with a Bruce Springsteen guitar pick to it. I was like, okay, let me just get some wings, some beers. This is me ripping off the Band-Aid. I'm just going to sit here and this talk is, to this yeah. guy. Date one. Date yeah. one. Yeah. As we're talking, um, he asks, you, you know, he knows that I have a son, and he asks about my husband if he still, like, when we got divorced, was like, we didn't get divorced. He died, and his eyes just get huge, wide, and he was like, you mean to tell me I'm your first? I was like, you were not my first. That happened, like, when I was 15. But you are <laughs> my, my first date <laughs> since my husband died. We're talking. <laughs> we're talking, we're talking, we're talking. And I'm telling him all about my son. And then he just looks at me and he's like, well, I want you to know. I will treat your son as my own. And I was like, that's great to know. <laughs> great to know. Oh my God, if it did work out, they got matching Bruce Springsteen outfits. That would be horrible. But, um, <laughs> um, I will never love you as much as Bruce, though. <laughs> Basically, and you know, he was oh, he was just wanted to tell me so much about how many Bruce Springsteen concerts he's been to. He was 36. I was 38 at the time, so. He kept on calling me ma'am as well. And I was like, you're doing this jokingly, right? And he's like, no, 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 you're older than me. You're ma'am. <laughs> and I was like, all right then. <laughs> we leave and like he goes in. I give him a hug because I'm too nice. And he goes in to try and kiss me. And as soon as I turn my head, he like just plants one on my ear. <laughs> but then the sound of the kiss was so loud in my ear that I was just like, oh, like that. <laughs> and then he was like, I would like to do this again. Me being me, because I'm too nice. I'm like, yeah, sure. Totally ghosted him after that, just because the just the he was just a walking billboard of Bruce Springsteen. And then I don't know. He, we were just opposite ends of the spectrum too. <laughs> oh my god! Is Bruce Springsteen not tolerable? It was, oh, it was just too much. It was just. I, I knew he was a fan. I didn't know he was yeah, yeah. obsessed. Yeah. Yeah. If, yeah. Is there another is there another artist that you would be okay with that kind of tribute to? Good question. Hmm. It, I mean, 
yes, bias because it would obviously be someone that I like. Um, Such as. But see, this is where we are opposite ends of the spectrum. He loved Bruce Springsteen, he loved classic rock. I am more like hip hop, rap, Beyonce. Lizzo, so if he was like Beyonce out, <laughs> <laughs> like he's got like a big gold bee necklace, he's got like Beyonce teeth. Mm. I know. I think the date might have gone differently because I would have thought in my head to keep that in mind in case she goes on tour. Yeah. <laughs> Get us Strategy. Yeah, you're right. Everyone's going to be like, I don't ever want to date. Yeah, yeah. people had like nice Yeah, let's do nice, yeah. nice things. Yeah. All right. Warm, warm fuzzies. <laughs> All right. Good. Yeah. So, I I had the best first date. Um, I've only had good dates, so I feel really like blame on like That's only good. having good dates. But Give the people hope. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Do you want to tell us your vetting process? <laughs> yes. <laughs> she makes fun of me because I have a really hard vetting process. Um, I basically text for like three weeks, and I do not meet anybody that is not worthy of my time. Like, I have to know that they're gentlemen. I have to know that they like are worth leaving my kids for and like paying a babysitter and like asking friends for. And so, so I just, I make sure that they're invested in me as a human, not even necessarily as a relationship, but just me as a human. Like I want to know that they like value a person, not necessarily like a girlfriend, but that they're going to, I'm going to like enjoy conversation and be able to, you know, have something stimulating and not just how's the weather and okay cool and I just don't want that so I'm very like particular about who I go out with but my very first date was um amazing yeah I went to a mini golf place and it was like we were best friends it was the first time we'd ever met and um we just gave each other a huge hug and we talked for hours and hours and um I, I'm still best friends with this person to this day. Like, we still talk. We still check in on each other. We still, um, like, tell each other about each other's dating lives. And um, he's always been very like, forthcoming and very truthful. And I've, I've even, um, like, flown over states with him. Um, and Why isn't it happening? Yeah. Um, the, basically the main reason that he, he, it was kind of him. Like I say me too, because ultimately like I'm Christian, so he's not a Christian and that was kind of like, I didn't want that. But ultimately I feel like it was him that like got the ball rolling, like why this wasn't going to work. And it was essentially like I had, I had, he has, he's divorced. And so he has two kids and it was like, I don't want to see your kids more than I see my kids. Yeah, that's and hard. so I was like, oh. Okay. And then, you know, it kind of like, I was like, oh, well, if this would, and then maybe I just rationalized it in my mind. Like, oh, this would have worked anyways. And I was so fresh in my grief that I wasn't super affected by it. Like he was so sweet. He was so kind. He was so honest, but it wasn't like this all consuming, like I'm never going to find love again. Like, oh, nobody loves me. And like, it wasn't like that. It was so like a friendship thing where it was like, I respected that. And I was like, okay, he could be honest with me say these things to me and rather than lead me on and and make me heartbroken in the end and not that it still didn't break my heart it definitely like hurt it took it I took like an ego uh, a hit to the ego but it wasn't like 
I just I had just experienced death. So for me, it was just like, oh, okay, like. Yeah, it's not that's, right, no that's yeah. yeah. And, and then he was so he was just so good to me. Like we were just still friends. Like we still like would watch movies together. We'd still go on dates. Like we still talked and text. It wasn't like this. You're a terrible person. I don't want to be with you. It was just very like, this is not what I want my future to look like or my kids' future to look like. And I was like, okay, I respected that. And so yeah, it was really great. And like we didn't kiss. It was it, it was very ever. No, not just that night. Like, our first kiss. Like, because we're talking about first dates, right? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. We didn't kiss that night, um, but we texted all night afterwards. Like, I had the best time. And we were both each other's first. We were both each other's first dates after his divorce and my um, uh, widowhood. And we were also each other's first sexual experiences mm. after. So, it was, like, it was just kind of, like, intimate and fun and, and nice. I liked it. Seems very grown yeah, up. It was. It really was. It really was. Yeah, and like I said, he's still my best friend. Like I, I say that lightly because obviously I know that that's not going to be something sustainable once I'm in a relationship. But like we're both yeah. still single, and we're both still like dating. And um, yeah, so it's been a while now that we've known each other. I won't say exactly the timeline, but like two months ago he told me he loved me and it was super like casual it was oh like, like the friendship yes he says i'm like did you tell me you loved me he's like i did i was like i love you too like <laughs> it was just one of those really casual platonic like we've been through a lot and it was just so easy and organic and so we've been through so much in this last timeline that like that makes sense like it only makes sense that we've stayed each other's people in a really weird season and we respect each other enough that it was just, it's really special. So I admire him a lot. I respect him a lot. <laughs> really good. It's a good yeah. ending to a first experience, too. Yeah. yeah. Any others that people feel like they want to share? I mean, I have something that's not a dating story, but oh, that yeah. last story reminded me because she had such a lovely ending. I, I do want to address that I think this is common of when you're in a relationship that doesn't work out after being widowed. I dated this person much longer than I should have. Over a year, COVID happened, so that was part of the reason. And had a lot of fun with him. He was a good guy, but always knew he was not my person. I ended it, like, was fully, like, confident that this is not a person I wanted to be with. And it was still heartbreaking. Like, I feel like I had such a, like, emotional response to that. Like, so much grief came up from that, that, like, I... I was like, why is this happening? Like, why am I crying so much about this person that I don't see a future with? At that point, it was like not even that great because we probably should have ended it like six months before. And so it like wasn't even a great spot in our relationship. But I think it's really important to talk about because it like just brought up all of the other grief stuff of like, why am I here? Why am I having to date? Why am I having to go through any of this heartbreak again? And it's, oh, because my husband is dead. And it just like brings all of that up and I think a lot of people have had that experience that have like been in like more longer term situations after that, yeah. and just want to like say how common that is. Yeah. I have a good first experience. Okay. Uh, this one is not. I mean, it's kind of funny, but not really funny. So I am. Everybody knows eight months out. So around like four months, five months is when I kind of started thinking like. I'm lonely, like not really wanting to like be in a relationship, but like just wanting to be with 
someone and do something different other than taking care of my two kids all day, every day, and all of that. So it was Christmas, two days before Christmas Eve. My two best friends and I went out, just like we go out every Christmas for like a girls' night. So we went out, and I was like, you guys are gonna be my wing women tonight. Like, and they were like, we got you. We're gonna, we're gonna find you somebody. And we're like laughing about it, because at this point, I'm not like, I wasn't on dating apps, I wasn't doing anything. I was just like, all right, like, yeah. So we go out and then the first bar we go to, well, we ended up going, having sushi and having sake bombs at like seven o'clock. So by 10 p.m. we were having a really good time. So we ended up like meeting this group of men at the bar and we're talking and one of them was pretty good looking, blonde, tall, whatever. And so we're talking and we end up like just having a really good time. I was blacked out drunk like pretty much the whole time. We like made out, exchanged numbers. I thought that was gonna kind of be the end of it. I was like, that's, a, that's what I needed. Like, this is gonna be great. Like, I just need to get that out of my system. He texts me the next day and I'm like, who is this person that texted me? Because <laughs> I didn't remember. But it started coming back to me and he was really, really nice. He was 29, I'm 30, I was 35 at the time. And he wanted to go out again and I'm like, okay, who's also a firefighter. This is a pattern. Uh, but he was a wildfire fighter fighter and lived in California. He was in town for two weeks. So we went out again and we ended up going up, going out like three or four times, like over the course of two weeks. I never told him that I was widowed. I didn't tell him I was married. I didn't tell him I had kids. Nothing. Like, we just talked. I don't even know how we ended up hanging. I'm like, what do I even have to talk about? Like, other than <laughs> all of that. But it was so nice. Like, it was so nice. Like, because he just saw me as, like, me. Like, not a mom, not a widow, like, not any of this other shitty stuff. Like, it was just him and I and I lied about my age I told him I was like 32 <laughs> at one point he asked me what year I graduated from high school and I was like mm. <laughs> I'm trying to do math and I was not sober and I don't know I don't even know if he he, he didn't he didn't notice um, <laughs> but he was really cute and he was really like he was a really great guy like he lived in California, so I think both of us knew, like, it is what it is. Like, we're hanging out while he was in town. And then we ended up having sex in the back of my car. Yes. 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 Our sex is fun. Yeah. It's, that's what I and, Can we go to embarrassing stories? Yeah. And then yes, that, that, was, sure. that, yes. that was it. And then he left, like, two days yeah. later. And we texted a little bit, like, after he left. And I was like, next time you're in town, like... <laughs> Hit me up, <laughs> and I was so nervous that I was. I was so nervous. I like took my. I I pre-planned. I took my car seats out of the car. Oh, wow. I, took the I planned. I knew this was gonna happen. I took the car seats out, vacuumed all the goldfish out of the back. <laughs> But I was so nervous that I was gonna like see him out in public, like at you know, like Target or some shit, like, like with I'm my kids. 
Okay. So, yeah. But it was, I mean, honestly, like, it's exactly what I needed yeah. to, like, give me a little bit of confidence yeah. to be like, okay, yeah, like, sure. you know, like, this 29-year-old, like, thinks that I'm cute, I'm like, yeah. whatever. Yeah. And it was, it was good. That was fun. Yeah. All right. I think we're going to leave it there so that we can just open it up for regular conversation. But that was really good. All right, so we're sitting at our final dinner in Costa Rica, and we thought it would be fun to do some quick questions, sex edition. And if you know anybody who came to Costa Rica, please stop the podcast now because you don't want to know these details. <laughs> so the first question is, um, what do you do with the hair down there? <laughs> Ladies, are you ready? See. <laughs> All right, go. Shave it. Groom it. Grooming. Grooming. Groom it. Groom it. Laser. Ooh. Laser. Groom. Groom. Wax it. Ooh. Groom. Wax it. Groom. Shave it. Let it ride. Let it ride. <laughs> Shave. Shave. Groom it. All right. <laughs> All right. Do you match your underwear? Only with your bra? Yes. Yeah. Like undergarments on a date, not just like every day. Do you match your underwear? Match it. Yes. Mismatch. No. Never. No. No. Only if I know we're going to have sex. <laughs> no. Sometimes. <laughs> match it every day. Absolutely. Definitely not. <laughs> nope. Nope. Do I even have a matching set? <laughs> no. 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 Hell yes. <laughs> okay. Do you... I have a question. Well, yes? <laughs> Where do you hide your, your toys? Oh. Oh. Okay. Okay. Ready? Uh, in the closet. I live alone, so they're not hidden. <laughs> Bedroom closet. Bedside table. Yeah, mine also aren't hidden. Night nighttime table. Bedside table. <laughs> closet. <laughs> Nightstand. In my closet. Two answers. Dos manos. Top drawer in the closet. <laughs> Pleasure chest. <laughs> nightstand. Top drawer my kids got into the nightstand. <laughs> Corner of the closet hidden. A pillowcase. I don't know how that happened, but a pillowcase. <laughs> pillowcase too. <laughs> I don't have one to hide. Top drawer of the nightstand. <laughs> okay, so she said, I don't have one to hide. Yes, that was my question too. Okay, so now the question is going to be toy, toys or hands. So I would just, what, what's better? What's better for you, toys or hands? This is very personal, sorry. You can X out if you don't want to answer. Are you ready? Yes. Toys. 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 I don't think they have to be mutually exclusive. Mm-hmm. Both, at the same time. both, but toys are better. Toys. I don't do it anymore. 
Oh yes, we talked about this. Hands. Toys are quicker. <laughs> Hands. Both, but toys. Both. Toys. Toys. Hand. Both. Both. Hands. Hands. I know myself better than the toys do, so it's the hands. Um, okay, next question was, when you are exercising, do you go down there? Can I share a story real quick? I okay. I had a guy yes. at job once, and he said, I don't know if, what to do. I feel like I should buy you a gift. <laughs> Do you give the guys a blowjob? Yes, no. Not to finish, just as part of the process. Sometimes, always, never. Okay. Okay. Sometimes. 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 Never. Sometimes. Sometimes. Almost always. Sometimes. Usually. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes. Not yet. Mm -hmm. Always. If they're worth it. <laughs> Most times. Always. Sometimes. 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 Oh yeah. Some place you've had sex outside the bed? Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. With a, with a new, new partner. partner. Yeah. With a new partner. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, That's good. Well we we could just cross out. Or you could raise your hand if you have one. How about that? Okay, interesting place you've had sex. So it has to be outside the bed. Anybody have one? The tailgate of the car. The beach boardwalk. Sauna. Third row of the Atlas. Is it a theater? The car. The go. <laughs> Any others down here? The beach. A wedding. <laughs> the car, the kitchen floor, the beach. Yes, to those. <laughs> Anything else we thought about really early on when we were very, all of us were very first dating. Yeah. yeah. The real things we had questions about, especially being widows. Oh, like if you cried the first time. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's a yeah. good one. Yes. That's a good one. Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Okay. If you cried the first time. The question is, did you cry husband. Did you cry the first time you had sex after your husband? Yeah. Okay. Or your person died. Ready? Yep. I did not. No. A little. No. 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 A little bit. No. No. Yes. No. No. I haven't gotten there yet. Yes. No. Yeah, after your husband died, did you, did you or do you still, or are there tears involved with masturbating after your husband died? Early. I have nothing. Yes. Yes. <laughs> no. Sometimes. Sometimes. I don't. Yes. No. No. I used to, yeah. Oh, uh, yes. Sometimes. Yes. Early on, absolutely. No. No. 
early on for me, yes. All right, any others? <laughs> so the, the, the question there was, did you disclose to your first sexual partner after your person died if you were widowed? And two of the 20, 19 of us said yes. Two said no, because everybody else I think had told. Yeah, okay. I think that's it. Thanks, ladies. I think that's helpful. All right, cool. Thanks for listening. I hope some of that was helpful or fun or funny or gave you a chuckle. And reach out if you have questions about the upcoming trip or anything really. Also, one reminder that on the Patreon, there is a recent conversation with my boyfriend about what it is like to date a widow, his perspective being a man dating a widow. So if you're interested in that, make sure you join the bonus bag tier of the Patreon. And maybe we'll see you over there. All right. Have a good week, everyone.